to Quirky Cooking Chats. I'm your host Jo Witten. Thanks for joining me today. This week I'm going to share a live video chat that I did in the Quirky Cooking Chat group on um, this Friday morning. Um, the Quirky Cooking Chat group, for those of you who don't know, is a chat group that's been around for a few years, um, a group on Facebook. And if you're not on Facebook, there is some other options, but I thought I'd I thought I would save the video from the chat and share it here on my podcast because we talked about something that um, I've been learning this week and that I think is a really good thing to share. So this chat is mostly about having your best thought for the day and writing it down. So it's a little bit about journaling and it's a little bit about encouraging others and it's a little bit about having some quietness in your life and it's also about the role of social media in your life, which is a tricky subject, especially for those of us who kind of um, depend on social media for our business. And um, it's like this juggling act, isn't it? Um, it's kind of like that work-life balance. There's the social media life balance. <laughs> and it's not always easy to balance. If you're anything like me, it's um, something that you feel like you're doing great with one day and the next day you completely get sucked into the whole media vortex. <laughs> and you feel like at the end of the day, what do I actually do with my day? It seems to have gone. So um, that's something I've been thinking about lately. Um, there's also a few updates at the end of the podcast, but I kept this one pretty short because um, lots on and I'm sure you guys are busy too. And next week, hopefully we'll have a podcast with Lucy McCulloch, the um, wonderful friend of mine who lives in a very tiny village in Italy, 70 people, and started a school there, an international, uh, what do you call it, bilingual school a Waldorf school for um, families like herself who really want to raise their children in a beautiful nourishing environment with beautiful nourishing food. The um, food that they cook for the kids each day is based on the Western A. Price principles of um, health and Lucy and I are running a health retreat in Italy in May and June. Well, it's the end of May, start of June. So um, hopefully I'll have Lucy on the show next week. So stay tuned for that one. She'll also be um, talking about building biology and healing from mold illness and all sorts of great things. So she's a building biologist, interior designer. Um, she started a school for kids that's, that's just an amazing school and you guys are gonna love this podcast. So enjoy the chat today and we'll have a longer chat next week. Um, so I'm going to begin with something that I want to share on my podcast because I thought it'd be nice to share it in here too. Um, it's really hard to keep up with all the different things online and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, and I don't expect you to keep up with them all because I sure don't. Um, there's too much bombarding us constantly, isn't there? Um, so I'm going to try and share the video from today also on my YouTube channel and podcast and hopefully people will hear it or see it somewhere. <laughs> um, so today I just want to do, a, so these are only going to be like 15, 20 minute chats. Um, and for those of you who've just popped in, you can listen later or you can listen live and um, there'll be some cool stuff to share with you at the end. All right, so I just wanted to talk to you first about something that 
um, I've been thinking about and sharing with friends. I just thought it was a really good thing to share with you guys, something a bit inspirational um, for your Friday. And it's called Best Thought of the Day. So this is a bit of a challenge. And if anyone wants to join me in this challenge, my friend Helen and I are doing this challenge and my sister Joy, and um, it's been so good. So here's how it started. My sister said to me, I've been reading this book and the guy in the book talks about having a best thought of the day and thinking about that through your day and sharing it with people that you meet along the way and um, just every day looking for, purposely looking for a best thought of the day and um, purposely sharing that with people to encourage other people. And I thought, yeah, that's such a good idea because I've always been a quotes person. I've always been a reader. I love getting up in the morning before anyone else is up and having time to think and read and write in my journal. And um, then I've got something to take with me throughout the day. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast or a um, audible book while I'm getting ready in the morning. Who, who of you does that? Do you guys find that really helpful? Um, and then you get something to really inspire you and motivate you throughout the day. So she said, um, so in this book, the guy was talking about finding a best thought of the day and um, yeah, writing it down somewhere, sharing it with people. And I find it helps to just purposely look for something in your reading or what you're listening to and write it in your journal each day. So I started working on this and I was telling my friend H about it and she started working on this. And um, we've been going back and forth with messages and things that we're learning and it's been so good. And so I just wanted to share it with you guys because it's such a small thing. Um, but you know, we can rush into our day and get so busy and hectic that we never take time for quietness and to just sit with our thoughts and to really think things through um, and to, you know, write in your journal or whatever it is that helps you to get things out of your head, that busy monkey brain thing happening in your head. And you guys know I'm big on journaling and um, having some quietness in your life. Um, so, this is just a little challenge that I would love to share with you guys if you are interested in joining us to every day take some time out to be still, have some quietness, um, let your soul catch up with your body as my mum says and write down a best thought of the day and share it with some people. So today, um, this morning H and I were chatting on WhatsApp and she was telling me about her best thought of the day and um, I thought it was so good. I'm gonna share with you hers, hope she doesn't mind, and then I'm gonna share with you mine for today. So hers was from a book she was reading last night, and um, let me see if I can find it. Here it is. Do not underestimate the soothing power of the ordinary. That really hit me. It's like, how good is that? What does it make you think of? Because to me, it makes me think of maybe making a cup of tea, with real tea in a teapot with a pretty cup and sitting down to enjoy it with quietness and or maybe the kids running around, that's okay too, um, with a home baked biscuit or a piece of slice or cake and just enjoying that ordinary moment um, 
there's so many times in our lives where there's so much happening that is stressful, um, things going wrong, you know, but just taking those tiny moments and appreciating the ordinariness of those moments is so good. It's so good for your soul. Um, and I just find sometimes those moments are what makes me happier than anything. Um, so what do you think of when you think of an ordinary moment that is soothing and not to underestimate those moments? Tell me some of the moments that you think of. I'd love to hear in the comments below. Um, so that was my friend H's best thought of the day. And um, I'm not sure what book she got that from, but she did tell me, but I've forgotten. Um, if she pops in, she can tell us. It was just such a lovely thought and it really resonated with me um, not to underestimate the soothing power of the ordinary. Um, so yeah, when you hear something that's, you know, in an audible book or a podcast or when you're reading a good book and you're listening to something or you're listening to something and you go, aha, <laughs> and something really hits you, write it down either in your journal or on a piece of paper and stick it on the fridge or on the back of the toilet door or wherever it's going to be seen. Um, maybe you've got a little blackboard or a whiteboard in your kitchen. You could write it in on each day um, and share it with your family and friends and um, inspire others as well. So thanks for that one, H. That was really good. Anyone else got a best thought of the day you want to share with us? Um, I'll tell you mine. So sometimes it's not just one day. Sometimes it's kind of, um, it kind of goes on for a few days. You get something that really sticks in your head that you read or listen to and um, you can't get it out of your head for a few days and that's okay too. It doesn't have to be best thought of one day. It can be best thought of a few days. <laughs> so at the moment I'm listening to a book called, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I guess I haven't learned that yet, it's called. Um, and one of the chapters is on social media. Oh boy, <laughs> this is one of the uh, one of the things that I have to juggle in my life because I know it's not good to be on social media all the time and to get addicted to it, but at the same time, it's a huge part of my work. Um, so finding ways to balance social media is um, always a challenge for me. Um, I have a tendency to if I see a notification pop up, if I happen to have notifications on and I see it pop up and I can see that someone has a cooking question, it's like urgent. It's like this red light flashing in my, in my face going, quick answer me before their cake fails or something and they blame you. So I'm like rushing in to answer things sometimes at 9.30 or 10 at night. And I know that's not great for my mental health or for my family. Um, so learning to set boundaries around social media is huge. Um, and so this chapter I was listening to on Audible book, um, she was talking about social media and how it can really, um, it can be healthy or it can be unhealthy. So obviously I try to keep anything I post, I try to keep it encouraging and healthy, um, both in my, you know, Facebook pages and groups, um, and stories and videos. I try to make sure it's helpful and, um, not harmful, but 
yeah, it's something that we all have to create our own boundaries around and work out what works for us. So um, I'm just going to read you a quote from her book that's my best thought for the day. Okay, she says, you decide who you allow into your life. Unfollow a whole slew of people. She's talking about social media. Unfollow them. Make your world really quiet sometimes, especially when things are hard or when you have a difficult decision to make. Follow people you want to be like because that's what happens for better or for worse. If you curate a list of compassionate, kind people, you'll bend towards kindness. If you curate a list of snark, you'll start to hear it in your own voice. If everyone you follow is buying something or selling something, you'll find that this wanting itch will get extra itchy over time. Do you guys notice that? The more that you're on Instagram, the more you start buying all those ads that pop up. <laughs> this is me as a businesswoman um, telling you what, what I have to be careful of. And I don't want to be um, in your face selling you things all the time either. But at the same time, we all have to make a living. So it's, it's a really difficult thing to juggle. But um, I think the main principle that I keep coming back to is um, being intentional about what you're seeing online. Don't just mindlessly scroll and do you find that you pick up your phone and straight away click on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, or TikTok or whatever um, as a habit? Like, do you just automatically click on it without even thinking? And then you're like, oh, what am I doing? Um, I think that's, that's what we sometimes fall into the trap of doing. And this lady in the book was talking about putting your social media apps at the back of your phone and your apps that you want to use most at the front of your phone. So like your, um, your messaging apps for your friends and family, put that at the front, the book, the Kindle book app or whatever, your audible book app for things you want to read and listen to, um, podcast app, put them at the start of your phone. Um, but you know, TikTok goes at the back. <laughs> um, so it's just something that we all have to decide what our boundaries are. And I'm not trying to get you to completely give up social media because obviously I'm here on social media talking to you. Um, but I think for me, um, I do get a bit addicted if I'm not careful. So um, I tend to check in throughout the day, like from 6am to 10pm. And that's, that's where it can become an issue, I think. Um, so following people who are kind and compassionate and the people that you want to be like, and that encourage you and um, motivate you, that's a good thing. Um, but being careful with that endless barrage of, um, of media that makes you anxious, makes you upset, um, makes you stressed, makes you want to buy constantly. Um, people that are snarky, you know, that kind of stuff on social media is just, yeah, same Barbara, I got rid of um, Twitter because there was so much snarkiness on there. I just got tired of it. Um, and TikTok, I've never really been a fan of, but you know, it's, everybody's different and everybody knows what they can cope with. Um, but just thinking about who you would invite into your home and follow those people. Don't follow people that you would like, I would never want them near my children or, you know, in my home. Well, then don't follow them. <laughs> um, so that's sort of something that I've been thinking about 
lately. And that's my best thought for the day is decide, you decide who you want in your life. Unfollow people that you don't want in your life on social media and make quiet and quieten down your world. Take some time to think, read books, spend time with the kids, get outside in the sunlight um, and just when you do go online, follow people that are helpful to you and kind and just remember that that's who you're going to become like. So that's what I am working on at the moment. So anyone else have a best thought of the day that you want to share? Feel free to pop in later and share it if you've read something that really resonated or you were listening to a podcast and you heard a sentence that you just went, I have to write that down. Um, that's my problem with listening to audible books and podcasts. I constantly have to pause so that I can write things down. So um, <laughs> it takes me a long time to get through them. But it's really good to um, take some time every day to think and have quietness and not just rush through your day without thinking. Click on all the social media and read everything without thinking, but really curate your day. So I hope that's helpful for um, today and I hope that it's an encouragement. All right, so news, if anyone's got questions, feel free to ask. Um, just a little catch up. Oops, I'm just trying to see if I can see any more questions here. Um, just a little catch up on quirky things. If anyone was waiting for the Massman Spice Blend, it is back in stock somewhere there. Um, so if you want one, they're back in the store. And we've got the freeze-dried fruit and flowers back in the store. Vanilla, I'm sorry, we still don't have any, but we're getting there. We're working on getting vanilla beans from the farm where my daughter works at. We've just got to get the packaging sorted and getting some more um, powder. So the ingredients that I'm loving at the moment, um, I've been using, well, you all know I love my salt and pepper, um, but I've been using the um, Tex-Mex Spice Blend a lot. Um, and I keep meaning to put, I need to get a recipe up ASAP um, because for those of you who like to make tacos but don't like using all those additives and preservatives in the taco mix, um, the one that I have is completely clean and organic. So um, all you do is one tablespoon of that Tex-Mex mix with 500 grams of mince, a tablespoon of tomato paste, a drizzle of water, a bit of onion if you want it, and um, you've got your taco mix. And I use just, um, so I get the corn tortillas from the health food store and I've forgotten the brand, oh, La Tortilla. So they're made in Melbourne and they're made with um, soaked corn, soaked limed corn, so it's like a fermented corn with water and that's it. There's no additives in them, so you just get the corn tortillas and you can fry them up to make them crunchy or you can just um, warm them in the pan with a bit of, I just put um, a few in at once, drizzle it with a little bit of water and put a lid on, and then they um, soften, and then you can have the soft tortillas. So that's a really good idea, and I will try and get that up on my blog um, in the next couple of days, because I do have a recipe and photos, I just haven't got it there, sorry. Um, it's all been a bit crazy trying to work on the um, retreat planning. So there's a retreat happening in Italy in um, May, June, 
that I'm running and there's another one at the end of the year in September in Far North Queensland. Um, okay, there's a couple of questions here. Uh, Karen says, 24 hour yogurt, do I need to heat the raw milk first before starting the fermentation process? No, if it's raw milk, you don't need to heat it. It's only if it's um, homogenized or pasteurized milk that you need to cook the milk. Even so, you can you can use the do the uncooked version. So Elise does a um, culture where she, sorry, a yogurt and sour cream where she doesn't heat it first. The only thing is yogurt will turn out a bit thinner if you do it that way. It'd be more like a drinking yogurt. When you heat the milk, it it, um, adjust, it changes the proteins a bit and makes it thicker. So um, you heat the milk, cool it down, and then you um, ferment it. But if you want to use raw milk, it's best not to heat it because it's got so many, um, so much good bacteria in there and you may as well make the best of that. Um, you can use a culture or you can use yogurt starter. So if you're using a culture, you'll get um, the bacteria in the yogurt that culture is bred for so there's um, special yogurt cultures um, and if you're using a yogurt starter you may you know you'll get different bacteria sometimes I find um, it depends on the yogurt it depends on the culture you'll get different um, textures and yeah different strains of bacteria it's just experimenting really <laughs> Um, Anna says the Tex-Mex blend is it spicy it's a little bit spicy it has cayenne but to me it's not too spicy for kids and I tried it on Emma my manager's kids <laughs> and they were fine um, and that we had that's how much we had one tablespoon per 500 grams of mints and they thought it was great we do put a lot of things in it though we have like lettuce tomato um, sour cream, cheese, like when you're making tacos or taco bowls. If you're worried about it being too spicy, just reduce the amount of um, the mixture a bit. It's, it's very flavoursome, so you can reduce it a bit if you're worried. And if you make it, like the chilli or the taco mitts, and you find that is a bit too spicy, then just, yes, yeah, serve it with lots of things on top and then you'll be fine. Mix the the salad-y things in and some sour cream and cheese. Okay, um, Karen says, are you planning on traveling around Australia in the future again doing seminars? Not as much as I used to. Um, I will probably do some in the future. I just found that the prices for travel and accommodation have really gone up in since COVID. It's actually almost doubled and I already was barely making um, any profit on the seminars in person. It's just so much money to fly a whole team from all around Australia to one place and pay for accommodation and car hire and event hire and food for everybody and all of that. It's just really expensive. So we're thinking we might, like Elise and I might do a seminar or something once a year, or I might go and do um, little bits here and there when I'm already traveling somewhere. But most things I'm doing online and then having a couple of retreats each year as well. So we'll see. <laughs> um, Anna says, I'll make sure I have a batch of sour cream ready. <laughs> yes. Sour cream is so good on everything. I tell you what, I could eat sour cream every day or kefir cream. It's so delicious. I'm 
still working on the hot cross bun blend I've just had no kitchen for a while and then now I have an oven um, but I don't yeah it's just all a bit hit and miss in my kitchen at the moment so as you know I haven't been doing heaps of cooking videos but soon I'll be back and we'll have a new spice blend as well someone asked about food dehydrators I use Use the Excalibur I really love that one Sedona is another good one and um, there's a few others that I've seen mentioned in the group someone's asked Chris has asked in the group and there's some there's a stainless steel one called Devanti I haven't seen that one but apparently it's good I would love some more info about where to buy chicken to make stocks and to cook with what do you look for um, yes, so the pasture-raised chicken I used to get has been really difficult to get now. Um, and probably my best option at the moment, living in a small town and Anna lives near me, is the macro organic from Woolies. It's really hard to find pasture-raised chicken sometimes. That's, that's a good quality chicken. So, yeah, if anyone has recommendations for um, brands of chicken, please feel free to pop them into the chat. Beef as well. Beef I find pretty easy up here in a country town because if you just go to the butchers and ask for grass-fed local beef, they generally have it. Um, and that's what I do. And if you want um, preservative-free bacon and things like that, we also have those locally. If you're looking for, what else was it? Yeah, for meat stocks. So. Um, you can usually get the organic chicken carcasses at um, health food stores as well as wings and drumsticks and that's always good for stock as well. All right, so celery leaves. Um, celery leaves, Leanne mentions, can she use those and how to preserve them? So when I buy organic celery, I chop off the leaves and just chop them up or even don't even chop them up, just put them straight into a reusable freezer bag and pop them into the freezer and then you can just crumble them into soups and stews and um, stocks and they add a lot of flavor so um, you probably see celery leaves in a few of my recipes in simple healing food yeah i usually add them to um to soups and stews and all sorts of things especially like uh, um, the turmeric and chicken fresh turmeric and chicken soup that one i put the celery leaves in um, beef stew, anything like that. And you don't, anything like celery leaves, herbs, leafy greens, um, you don't need to cook them first. You don't even really need to chop them first. Just pop them all into a bag. And then when they're frozen, they just crumble. So you don't need to chop them. So save yourself some time. If you have lots of greens in your garden, it's a great way to preserve them. Um, Anna says, full of questions today. I'd love your recommendations for a good fermenting crock. I love my Durand crock, D-U-R-A-N-D. They're handmade in Brisbane. Um, we used to sell them on the store, but we just had trouble with Australia Post chucking things around in the mail and breaking them. So we just decided to leave it to um, Durand to send them, um, but they're really good. So that's the one that I, I use, the Durand five liter. Then you just put the water in the moat it keeps it from getting the mold in there if you keep the water in the moat so that the air can't get in um, and are you talking about okay favorite pot for cooking in okay um 
so I mostly I mostly use big heavy cast iron pots and frying pans as you guys know um, I love my traditional cast iron um, and just keep it well seasoned and you can use it for just about anything um, so I have a cast iron Dutch oven which is Lodge brand L-O-D-G-E which is an American brand that's been around a hundred been around for about a hundred years um, I have some Lodge frying pans that are over 50 years old that are my grandmother's and this and the surface is like glass they just season so beautifully and they last forever pretty much as long as you keep looking after them um, so you can get the big Dutch ovens or casserole dishes in the cast iron you can also get the ceramic coated cast iron pots which I also love but I realize that they're probably not quite as healthy as just seasoned cast iron um, because some have a bit of lead a bit high lead in the ceramic um, Gretty's the one to ask about that <laughs> yeah Lodge doesn't yeah it's not really expensive and it just lasts forever doesn't it um, Victoria is another really good brand you can get that in Australia as well and so Lodge is made in America and Victoria is made in South America you can get them both from online kitchen stores and they're both really um, old trusted brands that come pre-seasoned ready to go and you can get the big Dutch ovens in those I also use just good quality stainless steel um, so you can get the big heavy based um, stainless steel pots as well. I use the <clears throat> I used heavy base stainless steel pots for um, stock mostly because I find that um, you, it's good to have that long tall shape um, for the stock and you can get like a 10 litre or an 8 litre um, and yeah make a fair bit at once. So I find that really good. I use the like Baccarat or other good quality stainless steel. Elizabeth asked about the peach clafouti that Joy and I made on Monday. Um, so that one was made with pan fried peaches. So she just halved the peaches, pan fried them in butter, um, cut side down or ghee. And then um, we made the, sorry, I'm trying to remember what, what it was. It was the fat bomb batter fat bomb muffin batter um, with a bit of coconut sugar or you could use honey or maple syrup. We did a couple of tablespoons of coconut sugar and a bit of vanilla and just blitz that up. It's everything in at once, blitz it up, pour that into your buttered dish and then um, put your peaches in or whatever fruit you have and you can do berries, fresh raspberries would be amazing need to try that next um, and we made a huge dish from it because it makes a lot of batter you could halve the amount of batter if you're not sure and do it in a smaller dish but we did the you know the big rectangular pyrex we did um, one big one of those and we're still eating it there's one serve left India's been taking it to work every day for morning tea she said it makes the best morning tea it really fills her up um, and I had some this morning for breakfast with yogurt and fresh blueberries on top. It was so good. So, um, yeah, that was a good one. If you don't have the um, cookbook that has the fat bomb muffin recipe in it, the cookbook is Life Changing Food, that one there, um, that has the fat bomb muffin recipe in there. But if you go onto my YouTube channel, you can find the Toad in the Hole video 
recipe. It's the same recipe except I added water to the toad in the hole. So you can just don't add the water, add sugar, add vanilla. <laughs> I hope that's not too confusing. Please ask if it is. But there's a lot of, I just love recipes that you can tweak and use in so many different ways. And I keep meaning to post a video, which I did share in my stories the other day, but I realized my Facebook stories haven't been working. And so sorry about that, guys. You've been missing out on cooking videos because they've all been going to Instagram and not Facebook. So I'll work on getting those up on my um, Facebook page. So there was a cooking video um, showing making a tomato based sauce and then um, sorry, like a sort of like a pasta sauce and then different ways that I used it and um, grilled chicken in a salad with yogurt dressing so I'll put I'll try and get that up onto Facebook today and um, hopefully you guys will have some inspiration for the weekend going back to where we began with the um, live chat if you have a best thought for the day please share it with us in the comments we'd love to hear it don't forget that um, there's heaps of good chats and even cooking videos on my YouTube channel on Quirky Cooking YouTube um, And that's where I put my podcasts as well And you can also listen to my podcasts on your podcast app. So that's free to listen to and um, The last one we had was really really good with Damien Christoph. Dr. Damien Christoph, good friend of mine who is a chiropractor naturopath and nutritionist and he talked about fats and cholesterol and getting healthy fats into your diet and, and what's too much and what's not a good idea and what is a good idea. So um, food combining, um, all sorts of really interesting stuff in that one. So if you're interested in learning more about fats and cholesterol and what you should be eating to, um, to help your, to have a good healthy heart and gut, yeah, have a listen to that podcast. It's on my YouTube channel and it's on Quirky Cooking Chats podcast. Oh, by the way, guys, if you ever are in Far North Queensland or if you live in Far North Queensland, my office is in the back of the chiropractors on the main street in Melanda on the Atherton Tablelands. And you are welcome to pop by. You just need to message me so I can make sure I'm here because I'm not here all the time. Sometimes I'm working at home and sometimes I'm working here. But if you want to pop by and say hello, have a look at the stock that I have here, you're welcome to, just let me know. And hopefully I'll be having some in-person cooking classes up here soon. All right. Have a great weekend, guys, and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.